you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope all's well wherever you are. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program presented once again by McDonald's. Oh, it's going to be a banner show. I'm calling my shot like uh, Babe Ruth in the 32 World Series in Wrigley Field. We got Bucky Brooks. We got Ike Taylor, Maurice Jones-Drew, all here to participate in the all-time draft of 2016. LaDainian Tomlinson, our pal, says there are no such things as short to shut down corners anymore. We'll debate that, so on and so forth. We're also going to figure out who Denver's QB should be. But first, let's jump right into it like we have the last few weeks. The lightning round is upon us. Let's start with this. A dandy UNC Nova title game <laughs> on Monday night. Greatest end to an NFL football game you ever seen i start with you maurice jones drew uh the david guard hail mary to the or oh, the beat the texans that's your homework that's all right that's fair you i only had a couple wins relax well it happened in the super bowl it was before halftime the james harrison run all right not really the end of a game but the end of a half and i'm gonna allow it because it was a significant play bucky brooks i'll say you and rogers hail mary in Detroit, that's the greatest of all time. I mean, I don't know. We just never see Hail Marys. Yeah, the Hail Mary. All right. I just said Hail Mary. You called me a homer. Yeah, bro. but David Garrard, you went Jacksonville. Like, you yeah, always we go won. It was, well, we won we a game. Try. We like, won the like, game with like, the game on the line. He threw it from six. All right, first out. of all, definitely what the worst one was the 2011 divisional round of the AFC playoffs. And uh, what happened there? <laughs> what, happened, what? <laughs> what happened? Is that is that a Bronco? It played in uh, was played in Denver. I don't know. I just like that fun with uh, with like. But in fact, oh, now we're whoa. talking Steelers. The immaculate reception is of That's course so the right answer. He didn't catch the ball. He caught the ball. That's the greatest the end ball. of a pro football the, game of all off time. It, 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 it. Hey, pro, uh, but the uh, Major League Baseball season is under. What? That's so disrespectful. It's not, I didn't mean that. I didn't want. <laughs> yes, I, didn't, I didn't want to start yes, out off yes. with acrimony, Ike. It's been too long. It's his first time yes. back. Yes. In a, in that one popped That's into my head. That was very missing. I popped into my head. That popped into my head. All right. Next up, uh, Ike. Baseball Somebody season. Lobby. 
There's a the Arizona Diamondbacks <laughs> inside joke. Hey, Major League Baseball is underway now, and the Arizona Diamondbacks have ugly new uniforms, whereas the San Diego Padres have jazzed things up a little bit by adding a, a hint of gold, gold. to it. NFL team that is most in need of a uniform revision, Ike Taylor. Oh. Lightning round, man. Lightning round. I don't like Seattle uniforms. I'm with you on that. Yeah, they could go back to what they wore yeah, back with Steve Larkin. I like the old school uniforms. I don't like the new uniforms. I hear you. Bucky Brooks, I'll say you. I don't like the Jaguars helmet. I agree. With A lot you. of people don't like that. They're terrible. I don't like the Maurice, <laughs> I'll not, say you. I, I was going to go um, – I don't have to say the Titans. I don't like the ti- that blue and baby blue. Like, it's just I don't like too the, much. the yeah. shoulders either. It's I know, but it's yeah. a good – you know what? The color scheme is nice, but the design is crummy. And, yeah. of course, the correct answer right now is the Cleveland Browns. You always go in on Cleveland. Well, because their pants say Browns on them. That's Well, stupid. just because, you know, they like to hang out before the game so they don't know exactly what team is which. You just got to make sure your fans know to who to cheer for. So we saw after the kid from Nova made that uh, bucket, it will stand for all of time. It hurts Bucky Brooks's feelings. But in this scheme of things, cutting down the nets, getting that net, why NBA teams don't do it, I'll never understand. They should cut down the net. What booty, what prize would you most like to have? Would you In, in the world of sports, would you want to have a gold jacket? Would you like to have a green jacket, a Heisman Trophy, a net from a national championship, or so on? Bucky Brooks, I'll say you. Mm. That's tough. That gold jacket gets you an admission into anywhere. Yeah, and that's why I don't understand why players don't wear it around a lot more. Oh, yeah. I, I think wear I, it out to dinner at least once or twice. Oh, I'll have it in the club. Yeah, right. I think I might wear it. <laughs> at the, the club. club. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't go to the club anymore, but I think I might every now and then just so I can get past the velvet ropes. Like, look. Gold jacket. Hey, Maurice. Have to pay. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the Lombardi trophy. Lombardi, I think, number I think, one. I think holding that, that's special, man. Ike's held a couple of those. That's I'll say you, Ike. Ike, you got two of them at the crib. See, Ike is different. I'd have had a replica <laughs> at the crib. I do. Like, oh, you do? Oh, okay. I got two replicas. Yeah, that's just said I know you have it. because yeah. I'd have been a, <laughs> Double fisted. Don't say the mirrored ball like like Ooh. your friend Antonio Brown covets right now. He wants that mirrored ball from Dancing with the Stars. That's not what's most important. You know what I want? What? Man, I want that green jacket. Oh, that <laughs> Masters. Like you this Kelly mor- green jacket. This, this morning I saw what Jordan Spate makes after he after he won that green jacket. Fifty three million dollars. Is that right? Off endorsements. So he surpassed really? Michael really? Jordan. And Tiger Woods. Mike, what, what is he in? I don't see him in anything. Oh, he's in Coca-Cola. He's he in Under Armour. He's in AT and T. Like I haven't seen. I haven't seen him. Fifty-three in off endorsements. Oh, yeah, After uh, that green jacket. Oh, Next seen. time Ike's in, I think we really need to uh, to create that Masters. moment against green screen. The moment Ike Taylor gets the green jacket at Masters and they slip Put it, it on, on me. him. I do not think the people who run Augusta Ching-ching. would be thrilled. I wonder. I wonder what. Imagine how upset they. I wonder what Ike is going to put on the menu because you know when you win the gold oh, jacket, yeah. you get the, the big award dinner the next what, year. What was the guy? Oh, so he you said, can show me you. No, no, no fried, <laughs> fried chicken, chicken and whatever. And, and he was like, "Was he Zeller said that about Tiger?" One. Hope there won't be any fried chicken or or whatever you eat. Whatever, that's what he said. Whatever you guys eat. I'm gonna give me one. I'm gonna give me one entree from New Orleans. I'm gonna give me, and I'm gonna get the rest. Gonna be all sushi. 
Like if you don't, <laughs> like if you don't like, if, if you like sushi in Augusta, yeah, in Augusta, at Augusta, Augusta, at Augusta, we Phil Mickelson's gonna love it. Mickelson's gonna love it. Last question in the lightning round. Our director Jeff Talley behind the glass last Friday night. A dream come true for him. Guns and Roses reunion at the Troubadour Ooh. here in L.A. Ooh, Bucky gross. Brooks. One band reunites. You can go and see it. Which would it be? Mm. One band reunites. Maurice, I turn to you. Jeez. I'm gonna have to go with Mac Dre, rapper out of the Bay Area. He's dead, but if he could come back and hit, and get the Romper Room gang together, I'm definitely Mac there. Mac Dre in the Romper Room. Ike, how say you? I gotta have that, my boy Pimp C. R.I.P. That's of the swing. You, All right, yeah. so far I'm 0 for two. I don't know either reference. Well, I guess I'm gonna have to go old school, and I'm gonna go back to De La Soul. Let's oh. bring them back. Oh, really? Yeah. De La Soul. Are they? They're not around. You know. By the way, a uh, uh, little uh, note for you, Bucky. I saw De La Soul perform live once in Chicago. Did you? That's right. What the? You know, uh, running back for do the you know, Rams. Do you know who? Trey, op- Trey Mason. Trey, Trey Mason. He's That's the son of one of those. Is that right? Yes. I, you know who? Pass. You know who uh, opened for De La Soul and was a positive revelation to me. If you ever have Tribal a request. No, but close. It was. Uh, it was Fishbone, one of the greats. You know, I got my own rap song, right? Me and Jenna Garcia, right? Let's say they hello say, to everybody say, now. Oh. Let's we play like all the songs now, ago. Ike. It's been too long. You haven't been around these parts very much. You've been uh, you've been back east. Let's say hello to number two four from the Pittsburgh Steelers, <laughs> Ike Taylor. He's going to have a great kind of bounce around like Departures family. You kind of like. <laughs> Check has I'm surprised you didn't go Departures family. By the way, my answer would be Led think? Zeppelin to that one. Maurice, how say you? Uh, or let's say hello to him from the Jaguars and the Raiders. Why he is so sounds so harder than mine? Like it does, it does sound a little harder. You, you don't even get to do that. <laughs> That's a good one. Mr. Sexy Party said in there. <laughs> we got to get Bucky one now. Wow. Maybe we should do James Taylor's. I mean, can we get Bucky P- Brooks? Can we get Pablo? Is from North Carolina. Oh. Pete Pablo? Mm. He had about a six month Six hiatus. month run. He came Hot. back. He came back, though. He came back right came back the, and when, did the Panthers, when the Panthers went to the Super Bowl. He came <laughs> back. Right Fellas, let's get to very important <laughs> stuff. We, of course, talk about the game of pro football. Like I say, it's a banner day here because the all-time draft of 2016, the first five picks will be made. Current rosters, current team needs. The only difference is instead of just having a pool of eligible collegians, instead you can take any player in the history of – of human beings, and we'll get to that in just a little bit, the first five picks of the all-time draft and a couple other things. But, of course, we service all sports needs, including the greatest game of all, the game called life. Let's talk about uh, Bucky's Tar Heels on Monday night, losing a wonderful Chris Jenkins, swish. Nice shot. What do you think, Buck? rhythm. I mean, it was disappointing. It's the ultimate tease. It's the ultimate tease. My guys were right there. We hit a nice shot. To put it up, what I thought was going into overtime, and then we couldn't close the deal. Guy came and hit a, I mean, he walked into a bomb and drilled it. Like I that. mean, do you? What else, Bucky? What else I just want to. Do you? Do you really think he believed he was going to make that double clutch three that he hung up in the hair to make, or did he just try to put it up there to give us? Try to put it up there. 
He just tried to put it. So, I don't. I don't think anyone deliberately goes up there and double pump. Right. A three. So he had the. So he was just about to put the slipper on the foot. Yeah. Right before. It was the tease. Yeah. It was like I was right there. I but fit. I mean, that kid, Chris Jenkins, holding the pose after he shoots it, still outdone by his coach, Jay Wright, who says you can read his lips as the ball leaves Chris Jenkins' hands. Um, <laughs> bang, and then it goes through, and he turns and. Uh, Shakes hands as though nothing, you know, as though. But as a coach, though, we for a I mean, walk down the sidewalk. You feel that all the time, like MJD. I mean, coaching kids, you you know when you're drawing it up and you can see it, like, oh, here it goes. So he he knew it. I mean, it was I mean he was wide open. He walked into it. It was in rhythm. It's a money shot. Coach, Disappointing for me, but it was a money shot. Coach J, man, suit game be on point. Oh, you like the gangster pinstripe? I don't hair, know. Hair hair game be on point. That's true. He looks like George Clooney. The man just won the national championship, and you didn't know whether he was going to get a drink of water or call time off for a substitution. That's how cool he was. That's a cool. That impressed dude. you. That's a that's a cool dude. Who's the coolest guy in football in that way? The coolest, coolest coach. Who's that? Is that Brady? Now he fist pumps too much and everything like that. Who's who plays it real cool? Like quarterback wise? I don't know. I'm just thinking I, of who it might it be. Vinatieri. Be it has to be a coach because players are too emotional. They got to be a coach. Well, Barry Sanders, I guess, is the gold standard in modern times of getting into the end zone and just flipping the ball to the official. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah. Fitz does that though. Fitz does it. Yeah, that's right. Remember uh, Larry Bird in the 88 three-point shooting contest? He didn't take off his warm-up jacket. And uh, and when he releases the winning shot at the end, still in his warm-up jacket. He hasn't uh, even taken it off for the entire uh, the entire showdown. He shoots the ball, and before it even goes through the net, he puts his finger in the air, number one, and walks off the court. That was maybe the coolest moment. Of that's cool, but Steph Curry does that every night. Every time I turn Steph, on NBA, Steph Curry shoots NBA it, TV, he shoots it. He doesn't even look at it. And Bird didn't just win a national championship on that. So Jay Wright's maybe is the coolest of them all. All right, let's move on then to uh, Derrick Henry, who we visited uh, or visited us last week. And, of course, he's the reigning uh, Heisman Trophy winner. By the way, I should mention Ike Taylor and Maurice Jones-Drew now heavily involved in the uh, draft prep here along with Bucky Brooks and Daniel Jeremiah, Charles Davis, Path to the Draft, and Mock Draft Live, both now going on NFL Network, all platforms. Make sure you check it out. Ike's first Mock Draft ever is now out there for your perusal. We went over Maurice's a couple weeks ago. We're all buzzing about that. Derrick Henry, where's he going in the draft, Buck? I think he goes top of the second round. That's not too bad for him. Top of the second round, there are a couple teams. Uh, I believe Dallas at the top of the second round would be a good fit. Denver at the bottom of the first round would have been a good fit, but they have C.J. Anderson. You've mentioned, well, they don't have a pick in the top, but maybe they trade to get up, the New England Patriots. He needs to go to a straight-line power team, a team that appreciate a downhill runner. He goes to that place, he, a place like that, he can have a lot of success. But Devontae Booker, the more talented back, I think all four of us probably agree. Am uh, I right in assuming that? I don't that agree. Now? I don't Devontae oh, really? Booker? Yeah. No, I don't think he's Man, I'm liking Ezekiel, man. I'm not. I don't think he's more talented than Derrick Henry. All right. I thought that's uh, what we had discussed. I know that uh, I, I Maurice wasn't, and I wasn't, I here, I wasn't here. I wasn't All here. Right. When y'all disagree with what? Now, here's what I asked. Uh, here's what Come I asked. Come again, say what? You disagree with that? It's just me. Montee Booker? Yeah. It's just me, Shaq. Oh, okay. People oh, I thought you were in on that as well. He is in a dyke. That's his guy. That's his guy. Derrick Henry, that's, that's his guy. I mean, I just keep it 100, though. I just think Devontae Booker does more. Derrick Henry, a delightful young guy Great and man. easy to root for. And I asked him as the reigning Heisman Trophy winner, what if his football deeds are so great that 50 years from now they decide let's make the Derrick Henry Trophy like they did the Heisman Trophy? I asked him what would his pose be. Here was his answer. Dang, I don't even 
Probably cross arms. Really? Cross arms, yeah. Why? Like holding on to the pigskin so no one can rip it away or a no, defiant this arms. This is a, this is defiant. I, I think this is the most comfortable thing I like to do. And I then video shoots or photo shoots or something like that. I love doing that. <laughs> a little like Superman, right? <laughs> yeah. Maurice Jones-Drew, same question for you. The Maurice Jones-Drew trophy is being forged to hand out to I don't know who outstanding football players. What's the Maurice Jones-Drew Drew trophy uh, look like? What's the pose? <laughs> Arms spread wide to the heavens looking up. Give it thanks. Bless him. Yeah, just blessing him. Just rain I like that. Rain on me. I like it. Touchdown Maurice instead of touchdown Jesus is what you're kind Pretty of much. Posed. Yeah, that's what you're I going. Mean, he Ike stole that from me. Yeah, Ike, I'll see you. I need two walking behind me. Oh, jeez. No, you can't. <laughs> it's only, you, it's only, you only can have you. You just can't be. It's my trophy, right? You didn't yeah. say that. Hey, well, you can have. I would have had all type of crazy. Michael guys. Jordan yeah. has Michael Jordan trophy in front of United Center. Has those has like guys trying to get up and yeah. in vein trying oh, to block a shot. I need two. Like I, I just Lemieux need, is going through two New York Islanders yeah, in his. I just need to stand there and one on one leg trying to get to me. And the other one, other leg trying to get like crawl up to me. I'm looking down and they're looking up. Oh wow! Who are these would be tacklers? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Something we can like call that. them that. Something like that. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Somebody who some uh, some humans looking for a tussle. Put the fee in front of the mail. All right. Female. <laughs> Thank you. Bucky, what's I, I, the what's the Brooks Trophy look like? <laughs> it's funny because Derrick Henry. When when I was in high school and even in college, when I would score touchdowns, I would just drop the ball at defeated the defender and just kind of stand there. Oh, the Superman. Oh, oh, I yeah, like that. Captain Morgan stands. Put your leg up. I was gonna say the Captain Morgan. You got to put your foot on the football or mm-hmm. on the uh, yeah, or I on was, the carcass of was, uh, the man you just ran over. I, yeah, I was more. I was more like that. I, I used to talk a lot. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I'm a little. You used to talk bad to him too. I'm a little chatty. I'm a little chatty. I'm a, that makes me upset that Bucky never got into the end zone in the NFL to see what you might have done. Preseason, I did. Did you have oh, something planned? Oh, I get. Oh, what? What did you do? The same thing. It doesn't change. Oh, you did the Captain Morgan post. I did. DJ Johnson. I got him on a hitch. DJ Johnson. Shook him up and went 60 down the sideline. Is that right? Oh. And Jim Kelly said, ooh. Not college. Producers behind the glass. We need that clip. Jim ASK Kelly said no. He told me, he told me, like, don't, don't, don't. don't. They go oh. four straight Super Bowl, so I had to chill it out. No. Jim Kelly no, don't reprimanded. Don't you talk to me. Don't you talk to me because you've never done that before. <laughs> I said, my first session, I got fined 15 grand. What were you For doing? For what? What were you doing? Because I needed the world need to know. My family didn't see me, so I had to make sports center. <laughs> what 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 what, drew the, what, what was you? it that could get that kind of a uh, charge? Preseason, preseason in the Miami. No, no. Uh, I ran like a little. First of all, I blew the play. I was supposed to block somebody, and I just went on a route. <laughs> and the quarterback scrambled David and threw it to me, and I took it to the crib, and I had a Superman shirt under my pants, which I always wore. I told you about uh-huh. that. So I lifted it up and showed the world. And then they were like, yeah. <laughs> oh, so the league fined you 15, oh, yeah. grand. 15 grand. Oh, yeah. They hit you up. I had I didn't make no money until week two. Uh, I was so bad. <laughs> I was living I was living check to check. They had the antenna up after Terrell Owens had pulled the uh, pen oh, out of his sock, and Joe right. Horn took the cell phone out of the uh, Hollywood Hollywood Horn. I love that. I thought that was funny. We need to get back to that kind of stuff. All right, let's talk now about uh, shutdown corners. Mm. As I mentioned, Ladanian Tomlinson at the start of this week went on television and proclaimed, and I heard him say it, it was I, I, I heard the shot. I said, I said to him as soon as he came off the stage, LT, you are going to get heat for this in a good way. 
and two days later, it was a little delayed, but finally the some of the corners around the league heard about this. He said, there's no such – the question was, is Josh Norman a shutdown corner? He said, forget Josh Norman. There's no such thing as a shutdown corner in the NFL. All the guys came out of the woodwork, Sherman and the rest, not happy about that. Ike, as uh, some may know, you played cornerback in the National Football League for 12 seasons. How do you feel about the statement by LT? Uh, it's, it's two kind of corners you want to look at. You want to look at a, a corner who plays and shuts down one side of the field. You can start with a Richard Sherman. If you want to go with a guy who's been traveling uh, with the team's best receiver down in and down out, you can give me the old Darrell Revis. But what about 2015-16 Darrell Revis? He struggled. Darrell huh? Well, clearly, right? yeah. We've like, watched him, yeah, and yeah. you know that that's so, the case. Yeah, Yeah, he struggled. So my thing was I always looked at myself. At the time, it was Pat Pete coming out young, mm-hmm. Darrell Revis, Ike Taylor. Like, traveled the team's number one receiver. So the heat was always on me, just like – and the heat was always on Davis. The heat was always on um, Adrian, not Adrian, Patrick Peterson. So he, by the way, statistically, the metrics indicate that he's the closest thing NFL had in 2015 to a real shutdown corner, when traveling tra- and taking a guy away. When you away. travel, that's what I call the shutdown corner, going against the team's number one receiver. If you're shutting down the second and third receiver, well, okay. Do you call yourself the best corner? But – Pat Pete, man. I know. Malcolm Butler has worked his way, or Bill Belichick has forced Butler's way into this conversation. But, of course, as you mentioned, he was covering the number two receiver for every team. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, it's it's, it's hard covering the number one receiver every play. You know, I, I didn't had it, it done to a few times, but I didn't got a lot of people for the majority. So, I'm cool with that. But I'm not going to call myself a shutdown corner if I'm just – so, do you, on bottom side. line, you agree with LT that as of right now, there's nobody who truly takes away. Hey, go Re- get him for Re- the next 60 minutes. We don't have to worry about that guy catching Revis, more than a pass or two. Reeves so. still doing it, even though I think they're going to take a little bit off his plate. And Patrick Peterson still doing it. Richard Sherman has done it more this year. In 2015, he did, but I feel like he got exposed in places. That ain't for everybody. Like, people want right. to be that guy. And I, I feel we're coming up with turnovers and all that stuff, cool, but give me some turnovers when you're going against A.J. 60 plays. 60. I ain't, I, ain't talking about, I ain't talking about just a few plays like, okay, we went man-to-man. You, you said you had your business against OBJ, meaning Josh Norman against Odell Beckham Jr. Mm-hmm. Three plays y'all went man, three plays he could have scored. One play he dropped. The other First two play of the scored. game, he drops a touchdown. The other two he scored. So, I'm not talking with no over-the-help top. I'm not talking with no in-the-field middle safety. I'm talking about we lining up 7-on-7. Seven on, seven. on the island, is this? 7-on-7, but we playing for real football on Sundays. Can you check me 60 plays, snap in and snap out? I don't think too many guys want that. It's funny because I like I, I wrote an article to compliment what – LaDainian said about the shutdown corner. So I called a bunch of general managers, a bunch of defensive coordinators, and I said, one, I need a definition of what a shutdown corner is. And by definition, they said he has to be able to eliminate one half of the field. He must be able to travel. 
He needs to be versatile enough to line up at various positions and execute various techniques, meaning he can play press, he can play off, he can bail, he can catch if they're in Kathy technique. He has to be able to do that. He also has to be able to do that with minimal help. I don't want to see a linebacker cutting up underneath. I don't want to see a safety floating over top. When you are a shutdown corner, that means you are on that island and we're playing 10 and 1. You're on this side, we're boxing out to the other side, the other 10, we're zoning that side off, and we're depending on you to be able to get it done. When I talked to um, one of the more prominent defense coordinators in the league, he said, look, there's really only been two guys that you could categorize as shutdown. Dion is the godfather of it because he was the first guy where they put him on one side and tilted the coverage away from him. He basically, in essence, took away one half of the field. And then they said in 2009, 2010, Darrell Revis was the other guy. Outside of that, most guys, they can play man and they'll travel with the one. But in terms of being a shutdown, where you go inside and do multiple things, we play zone sometimes so we don't always tip our hand in terms of what coverage. They said it really hasn't been one. Now, Chris Harris Jr. hit me up on Twitter, said I'm always mad at him. I'm always pointing out his flaws. So I didn't get a chance to fully reply on Twitter, but I pointed him to an article where I praised him and said, look, you're a nice nickel corner. What you do is nice. <laughs> Why you laugh? That's, cause that's, he's, he's, he's I think nice. you know what you were However, there, when I look at the tape, when I look at all those guys, because I ranked those guys the top five, it was Sherman, Patrick Peter, uh, Patrick Peterson, Aqib Tlaib. I had Josh Norman fourth, and then I put Marcus Peters fifth. When I look at the tape with the Broncos and with Chris Harrison in, in general, they play two-man. They play one cut, so it's always a linebacker in the hole and a deep safety. So that is cool, but when you play two-man and you have two deep half safeties, you can undercut everything underneath mm-hmm. because you're protected over the top. So in essence, to be a shutdown corner, it means that you are shutting them down. That's what it means. You can be an elite corner, but it doesn't make you in a, a shutdown corner. So I, I'm, I'm mad he didn't say my name was up in there because I feel like all I did was play man when I played with Pittsburgh. I so. know that when we played you, you did. Yeah. I think a guy that doesn't get enough respect is a corner out of San Diego, Jason Verdett. Yes. I mean, he, I had him to up me, there. is one of the better – trying to look. One of the, one of the better guys in the, uh, in the game at corner. You know, he – I want to say he played against Antonio Brown. He was all over him. All over him. Now, Mike Vick was throwing the ball, don't get me wrong. but He was off. He was on, he was on his back. Every time the ball was there, he was on his back. It wasn't no, no space, no room. So, I had I had Roby from Denver. Yes. Like I said, he's the unsung. He is hero. unsung. So, I think. I had Roby, uh, Sherman, Revis, Pat Pete, and probably the most versatile DB right now is Tyron Matthew. That can play anyone in secondary. Okay, so on my list, when I when I when I broke that down, I, I listed those five, and Marcus Peters was fifth. And multiple people in the league told me that he would be the next one. If anyone's going to be a shutdown, he's going to be. He would be guy. the next one based on how he plays. He can play off. He can he can travel. He can he can bump. He can do all those things. They say he would be the next. I put two to watch. I had. And I, it, it pained me because we joked him in, the, in yeah. the year when Greg Rosenthal was on the couch about Malcolm Butler. But when I watched him, dude is gritty. He's competitive. He's feisty. He's not always going against the number one. But what he will do, he makes everybody earn every catch they get. So he's competitive. And then, you know, Jason Verrett. Jason Verrett handled his is, is business. Nice. That, and yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, I think a lot he's of people, nice. no one talks about him. But if, when you watch his tape, 
he locks down the number. He falls the number one. That's that's the only reason when they talk about Malcolm Butler. I think he's a very good corner. I think he does a good job. But when your job is to cover number two, you don't have that type of stress on you all week. Let's explain. No disrespect. It. So in explaining what the Patriots do, the Patriots are a team where they take their best corner and put them on the second best wide receiver. And then they double team number one. So when you take that philosophy, okay, I'm double teaming your best guy. I have my best guy on your second best guy. I'm now forcing you to throw to number three. That is what New England has traditionally yeah. done. Where did Belichick and it's a way learn to that, that. Uh, Ike? Well, I know Ray Harden. When Ray Harden was was well uh, was with Pittsburgh, he kind of came up with that philosophy. Like, you know what we're doing, and we're thinking too much. Like, I'm going to put my number one corner on their second best receiver, and we're going to zone the number one corner and lock up Ike man to man on the second best receiver. Because if not, man, sooner or later we're going to need to get this man some kind of help. So I know Ray Horton came up with that philosophy when he was with Pittsburgh. A, a long time ago. Now, speaking on a draft, I know we was talking about uh, Ramsey and, and Vernon, and I said that's what I think. If y'all want to draft these guys this high and get confident slowly, put them on the teams, number two, mm-hmm. number two receiver, and zone the number one corner, I mean zone the number one receiver. Then if you feel like his confidence and he knows the defense and you have a good feel for the game between Ramsey and Vernon, you can start to put them on the one every now and then when you want to if you feel like the matchups are good. But just having a shutdown corner, I think it just kind of depends on who you ask it and what you're asking your corner to do in that defense. And go, right. to, to go back on that, to touch on that point real quick, um, with rookies, what used to be the thing where you put the rookie at right corner and the veteran at left corner because the left corner faces the right side mm-hmm. of the field for the quarterback so they get – primarily all the targets. You put a rookie on the backside so you can slowly bring him along and allow him to get to But your good quarterbacks know everything on the right side is uh, man-to-man, one-on-one, because everything is forced. Your, your defense is just like your offense. Your, your, your quarterback is right-handed. He's going to go to that right side, but predominantly your defense is left side is stronger because you have the safety down with your tight end. Hey, man, if the outside linebacker don't get out on that right side – the weak side of that defense, where you think the quarterback is going to go, the quarterback is going to go. That's why they start lining a lot of one receivers up at the at the, uh, the at the X because it's more man-to-man coverage over there because it has less help. Fascinating uh, X and O breakdown from Ike and Buck and Maurice. Now let's talk about the Denver quarterback situation. Probably the most buzzed about uh, thing so far in the offseason. Now, Colin Kaepernick, it looked like was about to wind up there. Maybe by the time you're listening to this, maybe they did work things out. But this is a ready-made team, you know, obviously coming off the Super Bowl. Most what, what's of- ready? Well, the most of the defense is back, so you're going to have that dominant defense. Now, I do think that the the fluke factor of scoring that many defensive touchdowns and winning games on defensive touchdowns has to come back down to earth. I don't think they can rely on that. But still, a lot of those pieces return. It should be very close to the team that won the Super Bowl, save at the quarterback spot. Who's the best bet for them to get? If you're thinking, if you're John Elway and thinking, hey, in 2016, we rightly should anticipate a long playoff run. What QB out there, whether it's in the draft or free agency or via trade, who's their best bet to to get them back to the Super Bowl? The guys are Kaepernick, Fitzpatrick is still out there, Paxton Lynch has been long rumored out there. 
Mark Sanchez is now in the fold. We'll see if he wins the spot. You hear Mike Lennon's name. Josh McCown is out there. I'm going to go with Paxton Lynch. And the reason I'm going to say that is is this. Gary Kubiak has a clean slate. He's going to train him the way he wants him to be trained. When you have these old dogs, these old quarterbacks hmm. that's been in multiple systems and all this, their minds get a little messed up. They start thinking they're better than what they are. If you get a young guy, I, I'm going to tell you how good you are. And I'm going to make sure you do things my way. I think that was part of their reason. The part of their problem in Denver was with, with uh, Peyton was Peyton was fighting against what they wanted to do. He wanted to do things certain ways. And then when you do that, now you're now you're fighting against each other. You get a young guy, hmm. like, come on. Overall, in general, you know, by the end of the day, they won that battle. But that's the reason why Peyton has sat a little bit. One, because he got hurt. Two, man, you were just fighting against my system. And I think Paxton Lynch would be a great fit for Denver because Kubiak, man, just going back to the Jake the Snake, a.k.a. Plumber days, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was versatile. He was athletic. I don't think Lynch is more faster or athletic than than Jake, but at the same time, I know what Kubiak presents. And I know one thing about Kubiak, he's going to have his own running game. That's what I do know. And he's going to have a tight end. And he's going to have a cool play action game. So when you got a young guy in Lynch coming, he, he's not going to have too much on his shoulders. Like, the play action game is going to fit him perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, MJD likes to call uh, Coach Kubiak, you know, the quarterback whisperer. And I think that's going to help a young a young quarterback coming out of college with the transition to the NFL. So what you're saying is, so far at least Denver's lucky that Cap hasn't uh, oh, yeah. accepted their demands thus far. Bucky, how say you? Who, who, Which of these QBs, none of them future Hall of Famers in all likelihood, maybe Paxton Lynch is, who would you most want if you're a Broncos guy right now? Well, if I'm a Broncos guy, I want to build it from scratch. Yes, you can say Paxton Lynch would be the guy. And all those points. But not in the uh, short term, though, or yes. I mean, they run with the second-worst combined quarterback rating. That's why I say it's hard to laugh like at you, Mark Sanchez I mean, like you don't have as a starting like, QB. They just won the Super Bowl. They won the Super Bowl, Peyton second Manning worst. The only way. team that had a, a, a worse performance um, than that with the Los Angeles Rams. What they had? Dieter Brock. And 96 yards total in the Super Bowl? Total. So, I mean, no. it's about their running game and their defense. And so whoever's at that position needs to manage the game. They can't turn the ball over, make the plays that are there to be made. At the sake of talking about someone other than Paxton Lynch, let's just talk about the potential fit with Colin Kaepernick. On the surface, Colin Kaepernick would appear to be a good fit because his athleticism would allow him to come out the back door on that zone system. A lot of what Kubiak does is misdirection, passing game, play action passing game, where you fake the stretch one way, bootleg out, and you take shots down the field. We know that Colin has a strong arm. We know he can push the ball down the field. What you have to really become comfortable with, how good is he in terms of can he just do half-field reads where we roll out and we just put it in front of him, going levels, short, intermediate, and deep, or does he have the ability to really execute full-field reads? When I look at him, when he struggles, I believe it's because he's forced to sit in the pocket. If Kubiak is willing to put in that movement-based passing game, keep him on a pitch count where it's 25 or fewer passes, Colin Kaepernick has already taken the team to the Super Bowl. He certainly can take the Broncos back with a strong running game and that defense. I don't see why the Broncos didn't try to go for A.J. McLaren. Because he wasn't for sale. Hugh has said no. He has rebuked advance. You know what I'm saying? Like – it's, yeah, he's, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Like that's, no, Hugh went after AJ and yeah, that's Barb what they said. They, they said he right. ain't for sale. I right. I think when you look at all these guys, it really doesn't matter. I mean, the only reason I'm I'm skeptical of Mark Sanchez is because he's going to turn the ball over. I mean, that's what that's, he that's does. what he does. It's that's just, what he does. That's why I was like, ah, you know, like <laughs> why why even do that? They're they're known 
they know that if they run the ball, you don't turn the ball over, they'll win games. Point blank period. Their defense has done it. So why not get a young guy that you can teach? I mean, I remember the issue with Schaub in, in Houston was that Schaub was trying to do too much. It seemed like like he wasn't going through the progression read and he was trying to force the ball. But when you just do what they ask you to do. He went to two Pro Bowls. Two Pro Bowls. Last thing on this is uh, Bucky. Straight up apples to apples. Brock Osweiler, Paxton Lynch coming out of school at the same time. Who's the better prospect? Paxton Lynch was a much better player. Much better. Much better. Brock Osweiler. You guys agree with that? Only played 15 games at Arizona State. He only played 15 games. Since high school, he's only started 22 games. Well, I'll say that. Just think about that. That's your $18 million man. 22 starts. Paxton Lynch is more athletic and more versatile. I know who else did that. Blaine Gabbard. That was Blaine Gabbard still coming out of college. Oh, it's going to be fun. See, we haven't even resolved what's going to happen in San Francisco. Maybe they'll get golf. Oh, Blaine going you know? that. That's easy. Uh, Blaine going that one. draft golf or something like that. And plus, uh, Kaepernick's still knocking around the building. Who knows? I'm still hoping. Here's my prediction. I'm going to give it again. Is that the L.A. Rams have been quiet on the Kaepernick front because there is a decent chance if you uh, – all of you guys are doing your mocks right now – if Goff or Wentz slips to 15, I think the Rams will take him. And then if they don't get one of those two guys, that's when the Rams are going to blow the call into the Niners and say, all right, here's our third-round pick. We'll take Cap off your hands. They want to make a splash. They don't want to – Tough put, trade. They don't want Case Keenum as their starting quarterback on the first day that they take the field in Los Angeles. Tough trade within a division. Yeah, I think that's the that. one bugaboo for them, yes. By the way, Ben Roethlisberger, when we're talking quarterbacks, he's lean. Like uh, no, he ain't, like he Eddie lost, Lacy he and Maurice. He lost Jones a little Drew. bit of weight. He's not lean. Hey, 2016 is the year. He lost a little bit of weight. He's not Shaq. lean. Don't throw my name in there. <laughs> I don't play football. You're, I'm hailing you for. Well, thank you. I have lost a little for your hard work. I'm, I'm losing more. I got I got myself one of those wheels with the handles on both sides. What, what are you doing? With you that? need to start off with like cardio. Shh. You don't need to. Ooh, do that. No, I do it. I no, do that. You do that in your brain. You don't do that. For I do it in my. I do it in real life. You do that. No, you don't. You do yes, that in I your do. brain. No, I take that thing with the handles. That thing's still in the box. The two wheels. I go like. Whoop, I do. I do. I no. But you have to do some cardio. Yesterday morning, I did. I did twenty-five. Whoop, like this. You no, know you did. Yes, I did. did on in your brain. First of all, you got to start off with cardio. I'm gonna prove you wrong. I do the uh, I do the what the sweats called? The already intervals. he sweats already. You do the what intervals? The interval train on what? I on a treadmill. What do you mean on what? Stop I do. Check. No, you don't. I don't. Hey, I don't. what's next on the block? All right, let's move on now. It is time. It is upon us, everybody. The real draft will take place in Chicago in a couple weeks. In the meantime, it's time for the all-time draft of 2016, presented by Money Monopoly from McDonald's. Check. You're go play the place. game. Go you go you get the McDonald's cup there at McDonald's and you peel it off and you oh, win yeah. prizes like that. Not unlike NFL teams are going to have a prize at the draft. They're going to open, look at something and Roger Goodell's going to read a name off and then that player's going to join their team. So now we'll do the same sort of thing here, except that let me lay out some rules for you here. As I said earlier. The all-time draft of 2016 works just like the real NFL draft of 2016 will. Same draft order, same existing draft needs for all these teams. As a for instance, of course, the Titans already have Marcus Mariota. They used the second overall pick on him a year ago. Ergo, they don't want a quarterback, right? How do you know that? Because they wouldn't. no team takes a quarterback a year after they take a quarterback with the second overall pick. You understand? Well, they took the second overall pick with a quarterback, and now they got the number one, so they went backwards. All right. So they got – well, yeah, they did go backwards. You're right about that. But so 
you can take, instead of the available collegians that everybody's doing their mock drafts about right now, you can take any player in the history of football, anybody, save currently rostered guys, because, of course, as you learned watching the Terminator movies, you can't be in two places at once. You can only be one place. Tom Brady already is the starting quarterback of the New England Patriots. It wouldn't make any sense for you to take him if you were the Cleveland Browns, for instance. So those are your rules. Pretty simple now. Here's the only thing I'll ask of you fellas is that you suspend the reality that you know that John Elway is going to go down as one of the great quarterbacks of all time. Because if you already know without with full certainty how good he's going to be, then, of course, you would take John Elway over Marcus Mariota. Rather, I ask you to evaluate him as a collegiate guy coming out and pair that up with the team needs and let that inform you. Before we dig in on these first five picks, the Tennessee Titans have the first overall pick in the 2016 all-time draft. Their team needs are... Offensive tackle, cornerback, safety, Daniel Jeremiah of Path to the Draft and Move the Sticks, the podcast that Bucky and uh, he do each week to great success, has already weighed in on this. Here's where he thinks the Titans ought to be looking. Well, this year, the Tennessee Titans hold that number one overall pick, and there's a lot of different directions they could choose to go when you look at the needs of this football team. A couple positions they could target. You could look at tackle. The tackle position offensively makes some sense for this football team. Need to protect their quarterback in Marcus Mariota. Also have the secondary you could look at corner or safety. Some prospects I like I think would be good fits there in Tennessee. How about Anthony Munoz? Uh, being able to come in there, man that left tackle spot would allow you to kick Taylor Lewan over to the right side. He would be a great fit for this football team. And then a couple players in the secondary that could be in play here for the first overall pick. You've got Deion Sanders, somebody that can play corner at an elite level. You talk about an all-time talent. Guys like this do not come around very often. And then if you want to look at somebody with the versatility, maybe could play some corner, maybe could play some safety. How about Ronnie Lott? You want somebody that's physical, that's tough, that's instinctive, and that can play through pain. Ronnie Lott would be a great fit there with the Tennessee Titans. Maurice Jones-Drew, there you have it from DJ. Where are you looking if you're the Tennessee Titans right now? <laughs> I'm going to go left tackle. You are. Uh, you got to protect your quarterback. If that's your if you believe Marcus Murrow is your guy, you have to protect him. Well, Let's then get... you might want to look at UCLA's Jonathan Ogden. Yeah, I mean, he's there too. I think he's later, though, in the round. I think you get you him think later. So. Yeah. You like Munoz then? I like Munoz. I like those highlights. Ike, how say you? No, I'm not even going tackle. I ain't going corner. I ain't going none of that. Even though I got uh, Tonsil going to the to the Titans, man, I'm going to go with uh, Richard Seymour at the D-tackle position. Richard Seymour. Yeah. Richard Seymour. All time. You could take anybody in history. I'm going to start. And you're taking Richard Seymour. I'm going to start no. over Richard Seymour. All right. I'll say When, you, when he was healthy, did you see what he was doing? I know, but he wasn't as good as Mean Joe Green. Or uh, I don't know who else. Uh, That's your opinion, Chef. Deacon Jones. That's your opinion. All right, Bucky. How say you? Well, I, I believe the Titans need to address that that pass rush. I'm thinking Lawrence Taylor would be a nice fit. Oh, I mean, you're talking about a guy that can come off, give them a little nasty because you have such a quiet guy, Marcus Mariota. I need someone who has some bite. Lawrence Taylor not only has pass Ooh. rushing prowess, but he got that dog in him. Oh, I like that call here. All right, oh. with no further ado, the first pick in the all-time draft of 2016. The Tennessee Titans select Anthony Munoz, tackle, 
USC. There he is protecting the backside of Marcus Mariota. Taylor Lewan now out to right tackle. The line is sound, and Mariota should make all sorts of hay behind that. This is going to be uh, a, a greatly improved team with some of the free agency moves they've made mm-hmm. already. Maybe now they go get a running back. There should be a good one available at the top of two. Who knows? Maybe uh, USC's O.J. Simpson will be there. Ooh, Ooh. Orenthal James. Because he, he almost went number one to me. Straight Next up, the San Francisco. Cl- it's clear here, the Cleveland Browns, we all know they need a quarterback. Take it away, Daniel Jeremiah, with your breakdown. The Cleveland Browns with the second pick in this draft, they have to get this right. And when you look at some directions they could go with this pick, obviously you start first at quarterback. They need to address the wide receiver position. They seem to avoid that each and every year at the top of the draft. And then you could also look to kind of fortify that front along the defensive line. But I got to be honest with you, this has to be a quarterback. They have to finally get this right at the quarterback position. And how about the options that are out there? How about John Elway? Coming out of Stanford, elite arm strength, big-time athlete, can make throws on the move. You've got Dan Marino, has some character stuff. You talk about an elite talent, that quick release. I love his game coming out of Pitt. I mean, the list goes on. What what a choice they have to make. Troy Aikman down at UCLA is a big-time player. Uh, You can go even look at Peyton Manning down at Tennessee and what he brings to the table, a very cerebral quarterback. Man, the Browns have so many great options. I don't see how this could go wrong. I don't know that Peyton wants to play in that AFC North in those December and January wins. That might not be a good fit for him. Dan Marino, no stranger what's, to those. What's Dan Marino's off-the-field issues? John Elway, well, there's some question marks uh, yeah, about his behavior. He had a good time. He had a good time, no that's all. He had a good time. Uh, well, then, I need you on my team, though. He had a good time. I, I, have a hun- I have a hunch in January when the field gets all muddy there in Cleveland. I suspect that John Elway could make some plays in a circumstance like that. Dan Marino all day. I might look for him there. You going Marino? Marino, Bucky, how say you? Whew. So many quarterbacks. So many. Do they have to take a quarterback? They don't have to. They I can mean, take whatever whatever so, they want. So Who, what would you advise take, if you're in that war room? Troy Aikman, I could go Steve Young. Give right. Me an athletic guy. Whew. Hugh. Hugh's going to be coaching him up now. I'm going to go with Steve Young. Steve Young's a good fit there. All right. I uh, I'm going to go uh, Jim Brown. I think Jim Brown's going to go in there because. That's original. Yeah. Bring him in there. Let him get back to it. Jim Brown. I don't Browns. mind. That's listen. That's fine, but let's remember it's the Cleveland running, Browns draft. Take a running back number two the overall. Great, the greatest player to ever. A couple years ago, we took Trent Richardson. He was at three. I know, but they I mean, we just took right. the so they didn't get it right, this so they got to fix Brown. it. Still, this is Jim Brown out of Syracuse. And Jake remember, this is the Cleveland Browns making the draft pick, so it comes uh, comes with a heavy heart that I have to announce with the second uh, pick in the all-time draft of 2016. The Cleveland Browns have selected. Ryan Leaf, quarterback, you Washington are, State. They blew you're it. Wrong. Y'all got to stop. That's wrong. wrong. They blew it. How did they, they took Ryan Boy, Leaf? Maybe he'll work you're out. This is why I don't like Shaq. He, he asked me to use a percentage of my brain. And then he put some do thought. That. I don't. And he already had this premeditated what he wanted to do. Premeditated? <laughs> I didn't have anything to they do with what they did. come out with a Ryan Leaf. Why are you saying Ryan Leaf? Why are you so cynical? He was very good in the Pac-10. He was really good. He took him to the Rose Bowl. Maybe he'll do the same for the Browns. We'll see what happens. You're wrong for that, Shaq. You know where you know where he's Shaq, that Shaq, man, that you know man where, Walgreens you know without even up. being Walgreens. You know where he <laughs> Shaq. You know where he end up. All right, the San Diego Chargers <laughs> are on the clock. Some, for some reason, I have the Chargers and uh, Ryan Leaf so, somehow share the same place in my brain. I don't know why that is. But anyway, the San Diego Chargers are on the clock. Tell us what they need, Daniel Jeremiah. 
the San Diego Chargers with the third pick in this draft, they can go in a number of different areas. I think they feel comfortable that Phillip Rivers has a few years left. So let's look at some other positions they could address in this draft. How about the defensive line? Let's get a big time edge rusher in here for this football team, somebody that can really disrupt. How about the tight end position? That's another area this team could look to go. That would be a nice addition to this offense. And then also the safety spot. I think you could see a big-time player come in there to replace an Eric Weddle, who they lost in free agency. Some names that I think would be a good fit for this football team, Bruce Smith. You want somebody that's athletic and can really, really dominate off the edge, he would make some sense for them. Reggie White, I don't know where the holes are in his game. He can completely take over a football game and dominate it. Love that hump move he brings to the table. And if they, well, maybe tight end. If they want to go tight end, it's a little bit early here. But Kellen Winslow, you talk about an athlete, size, range, ball skills, he's got it all. Maybe a little bit early to go tight end in this draft, but man, he would look good with those lightning bolts on his helmet. Ooh, Kellen Winslow. Is that senior or junior? Lightning bolt. I don't know who senior. junior is. I don't know who even you're talking I'm about. I'm a soldier. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah, no, I'm talking about <laughs> We're talking about senior. <laughs> Ike, where are you looking here? San Diego Chargers. I'm, I'm looking at left field. Yeah, I ain't going to even see what I'm looking at, man. I got a sun in my eyes. I ain't even got no shades on. I'm going with Terrell Buckley. I'm going with Terrell Buckley. You're not going with oh. Terrell Buckley. I'm going with Terrell Buckley. T-Buck. Bro, T-Buck from Florida State, man. I can't you please take this serious project <laughs> Well, you, you didn't take it serious when you put Ryan Leaf up. I had the, nothing to do yes with it. Yes, you did. You had everything to do with it. Do I agree with the, the way the brain yes, trust went? No. But nah, you know that's what? what you did. That's Obviously, the, um, they've been messing money up ball. too in San Diego. Hey, I'm going with Terrell Buckley. <laughs> Bucky, how say you? <laughs> I'm going to go with Bruce Smith. Bruce Smith. All yeah, 3-4 right. defense. Very good out of Virginia three, Tech. 3-4 defense. I'm putting one of the best defensive ends inside at that little five-technique position. Let him do work. Maurice. I, I think here you go. This is where LT goes. But I think you go LT, you put him next to Mel Oh, Lawrence Taylor, the, yeah, uh, the one, pass rusher. One, the, only one, only one the DN out of UNC. Huh? Yeah. It's more stand. of a basketball school, but they do have a nice uh, – But you stand them up, put them on the other side of Melvin Ingram. Now you got two rush ins. Yeah. You put you can put anybody back there. No disrespect to corners. But then, no, I, I, feel like, I feel like you can put <laughs> – No, I put Darrell Buckley back there. Yeah. I've heard some good things about this Lawrence Taylor. Not as many good things about Terrell Buckley, but uh, either way with the Y'all third – T-Buck play? <laughs> T-Buck did, play. Hey, if you ask anybody at Florida State, they probably they'll argue between Prime and T Buck. He said he's better corner. I'm telling next time I see Deion Sanders, I am telling him that Ike Taylor took Terrell Buckley before Deion Sanders. No question. With the third pick in the all-time draft of 2016, the San Diego Chargers select Reggie White, defensive end, University of Tennessee. Piece of my brain. That's pretty good. That's a great pick for them. Not bad at all. No USFL for him to run off to. No Memphis Showboats. No, he. Moves to San Diego for what may be the final season in San Man, Diego. He was Those women wind up. Oh, Next up, it's the fourth pick. And, ooh, a lot of ways the Dallas Cowboys could go here. Daniel Jeremiah, what would you suggest? I'm about to go up the chart with you, too. The Dallas Cowboys with the fourth overall pick have, have a very tough decision to make. Do, do they go quarterback here? You don't know how much longer Tony Romo is going to play. That's an option for him. Get that quarterback of the future. And a couple options for him here at this position. you, you got to go to UCLA. Troy Aikman would be a great fit for this football team. Big, strong pocket passer. He'd be a nice fit. If you want somebody a little bit more mobile, uh, let's go down to the Naval Academy there where Roger Stahlback is somebody that can really get outside the pocket and create those special magical plays outside the pocket. He would be a great fit for this football team. Some other positions they could look at. Corner, you got Deion Sanders is still on the board. He would be a nice fit for this team. 
uh, a lot of different areas they could go. I know they've, they've made some additions there at the running back position. They feel comfortable with where they are coming off last year. You've got Darren McFadden. They bring in from the Washington Redskins, Alfred Morris to help this team. But man, Jim Brown, uh, that would be a tough one to pass up coming out of Syracuse. You talk about a physical freak. That is what Jim Brown brings to the table. He'd be a tough one to pass. Yeah, he would be. And to throw out another name, how about stay in state? The Heisman Trophy winner, Earl Campbell out of Texas, oh. would, be a, would be a nice Yeah, bring my mind. Is that right? Yeah. 34 would look nice in, was, uh, with was, that star on the side. Oh, you bring my mind. I was sweetness, though. I was thinking Walter Payton Ooh. being able to do it inside. I, about you know, to run it back for Pitt? Tony Dorsett? Ooh. Heisman Dorsett. Trophy. Little skinny. Little skinny. Hey, oh, I'm, I got to run it back. I'll yeah, don't be mad at me, too. Earl Campbell is an interesting thought there. Maybe O.J. Simpson. I like O.J. Marcus Allen. I like Ornthal. I like Ornthal. I like, like, I like O.J., though. What do you know? What, what's your book uh, on uh, out of UCLA, Maurice Jones-Drew? What's my book on Don't do it. Don't do it. Shaq, don't do it, Shaq. Would, would he be a good fit behind that uh, mighty Dallas Cowboys Shaq, offensive line? He would be good because you couldn't find him. Big offensive line, couldn't find him. He would pop up being the second level really quickly. Um, Help keep Romo upright. He also good, he has, good like, pass you to, pro. You have to dig deep because in his background he's a gymnast. Did you know that? <laughs> I've heard about that. You didn't know he had gymnastics in the background? No, I, I balance, I, I balance and body it. control. Really? Like yeah. Lynn Swan like, taking ballet <laughs> classes. Hey, hey, Shaq, uh -oh. that's messy. <laughs> He's <laughs> messy, Shaq. He's so messy. But I'm glad you said it, Shaq. What are you, which way you He doesn't go at four. He doesn't go at four. Where are you, so what are you taking there, Maurice? You Who are you what? taking it for I, the Cowboys here? When I when I heard Roger Staubach, I was like, ah, maybe, but he's not as big as Cam Newton in this league now. Quarterbacks that run, they kind of get banged up a little bit. Um, you know, if I'm going to go QB, and I think that's where they should go, whew. Man, this is, this is mm. a tough decision, but I, I'm going to have to go with uh, Troy Aikman out of UCLA. I think Ooh. he's a transfer from Oklahoma, has some some competitive, some competition issues. You come to UCLA, learn how to compete a little bit, work <laughs> your way back up. and uh, yeah, Golden think, boy yeah. under center for America's team makes right. all the Only sense makes in the sense, world. Right? Yeah, it really does. Ike, go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to go with Christian Nicoye. Oh, Christian Nicoye. <laughs> Solid. Solid pick. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> With the fourth pick in the all-time draft of 2016, the Dallas Cowboys select. Chris McCoy. Oh, oh, he's a lot like Russell Wilson. Roger Staubach, quarterback, Navy, won a Heisman Trophy. He's a lot like Russell Wilson. Great, well, yeah, great crazy. functional crazy. scrambler. No. Burn you in the clutch. Shaq's still in the lobby. Yeah, you crazy, Shaq. Roger, I think that's if a great one. If he's going to run like he's running on that. Romo's got like a year or two maybe left. You need to find his replacement at some point. Look at that. If he's running like this on his highlight tape, he's going to get slapped in the league. <laughs> <laughs> they, don't, well, they don't handle that no more. You got to get – first of all, why is your highlight tape in, in, in black and white? I know. They don't have better uh, shooting equipment in, <laughs> yeah, in, in the military. Right. Don't even, what are you Disappointed you by that. <laughs> all right, last up, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the fifth overall pick in the all-time draft, Daniel Jeremiah. What are their needs? At pick number five, the Jacksonville Jaguars, they need to get this right. And I got to believe they look to the defensive side of the ball. This team offensively has a nice, a nice nucleus kind of building and growing together. But how about the secondary here? Deion Sanders out of Florida State still on the board in the same state. I don't know how you could pass him up with all that he brings to the table, not only as a corner, but somebody I think you could flip over to the other side of the ball, play some receiver if you wanted, and can be a big-time impact player 
in the return game. I know you could look probably at the offensive line. Could be some options for him there. Uh, maybe another secondary player, Rod Woodson uh, out of Purdue, a track star, an elite player. I just have to believe at the end of the day, even with some needs on offense, this has to be a defensive pick. Oh, I like that uh, Rod Woodson call there out of DJ Ooh. Maurice. How say you for the Jacksonville Jaguars? Ooh. I said they go in a totally different direction. They go to UCLA. Oh, yeah? I'm a young back out of there, out of the Bay Area, Maurice Jones-Drew. Oh, five, five Jones Drew. He, oh. Lucky he was there. They were lucky he was there. He but they just won. got another back oh. to go along with. Them. Now they have Ivory oh. and Yeldon. They need they another just, running back. They're about to trade somebody. About to get traded. Is that right? Wow. Yeah, that's what they're talking what about. What do you think about Third that? Third back. Who should they take? Fifth overall. Bucky yeah. crazy. <laughs> I agree with DJ. You got your offense intact for the most part. You got a good running back. You picked up somebody from the free agency. Man, I, I got to go with somebody on defense and. Why not start off with Ronnie Lott? I like that call. I would go with another foundation piece for a defense. Maybe it's Randy White out of Maryland. Maybe it would be Mean Joe Green out of North Texas. Bucky, how say you? Texas. Well, you know, I, I don't know why you wouldn't take Deion Sanders right there. I don't know why you just went with Prime, and they, they desperately need a corner. They've never had a cornerback in their program that has been like a – like a big-time shutdown dude. Deion Sanders there, you put him there, let that defense grow around him. Gus Bradley, what he's trying to do, playing that that hybrid cover three. Mm -hmm. Deion Sanders is a perfect fit. That makes all the sense in the world. With the fifth pick in the all-time draft of 2016, the Jacksonville Jaguars select, uh uh-oh, as a man of high fashion, he's not going to like having to wear that helmet. Deion Sanders, cornerback, Florida State. You nailed that one. Bucky, let's review. Here's where we go. There's number two of Florida State, Deion Sanders. I suspect he's going to make all sorts of plays in the NFL as well. He was a great playmaker down in uh, Florida State. I think he'll continue to do it for the Jaguars. Top five, Munoz goes to Tennessee. Ryan Leaf goes to the Browns. I mean, that's a shame they screwed that pick up. Maybe they did. I don't know. Maybe he'll be good. Reggie White from Tennessee goes to San Diego. Roger Staubach. Of the Naval Academy is the QB, presumably, who Tony Romo will groom now for the next couple of years. And then Deion Sanders playing corner for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Where's Christian Kirk? They decide to not go with Maurice Jones-Drew at number five. Where's Terrell Buckley? I don't know. Buckley hasn't gone yet either. They might be in trouble then. Just goes to show. A lot of good names left to go. We have – Five more picks coming at you later in the week. In the meantime, the all-time draft of 2016 presented by McDonald's. Money, Monopoly, good times, fellas. Ike, your name. I would, uh, there's no Ike Taylor out of Louisiana Lafayette. I only play one year. I understand. I get it. Is that right? Yeah, I got to give my money the long way. It's cool. Do you think Maurice Jones-Drew out of UCLA will get drafted at some point in this first round? Yeah, he'll go top ten. You th- oh, top ten pick. Yeah. Oh, that's good. That's still good. That's my dog. Bucky, uh, great. Uh, thanks for coming by and hanging out with us today, um, along with Move the Sticks twice weekly, Path to the Draft, Mock Draft Live, so on and so forth. If uh, it's pro football and draft-related, Bucky Brooks is probably on your screen talking about it. Check him out at Bucky Brooks on Twitter. Marie Instagram, Go- Instagram, Big Play Football. Come on, let me get a little Instagram. You don't play. have to touch me. I don't, I have to I don't like You people. touch people all the time, Shaq. I know. Yeah. All right, Buck. <laughs> Maurice, great stuff. Thanks for stopping by. Ike, what a pleasure to have you back in the fold. And uh, like I back. say, we will have the all-time draft picks 6 through 10 for you later in the week. Um, and uh, in the meantime, thanks so much, football fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven.
you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 